This is Today's Business Leaders, actionable advice from real-world professionals. And now, here's your host, Gabe Arnold. All right, so on today's show, we have Pam Savino. Um, she is the founder and owner of Live Authentically, which is a life coaching uh, business and even more beyond that. You guys are all going to see her on the international speaking stage in the next year or two here. Um, but welcome to the show, Pam. Thanks, Dave. Thanks so much for having me. It's quite an honor. Awesome. Um, so where I always start, and we'll start here with you too, is when did you first realize that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Well, I feel like I've always had long-standing thoughts, kind of fleeting thoughts of different entrepreneurial ideas, but I wasn't quite sure in what in which direction I would take it. And it really wasn't until I experienced some some things in my personal life where I became I felt very empowered and untethered and liberated and felt like I was really starting to step into who I was and what I was called to do. So um, as you know, I have kind of a spiritual background, spiritual belief system, and I really felt the pull to do something to help others step into their authentic reality as well and create a life that they feel very passionate about. Um, just through various life experiences, talking to other people, I feel like so many people are just kind of going through the motions. You know, they're on that hamster wheel, just kind of unconsciously getting up, working hard, dropping like a rock at the end of the day, getting up the next day, doing it all over again. And there's really so much more to life. You know, life's just meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be lived with passion. It's, we're meant to feel fulfilled, et cetera. And I just feel so called and empowered to help other people do that. Yeah. And I just realized as you're saying this, I know this is a dumb point in our relationship to realize this, but I realize why I really like working with you as a life coach, because I generally just don't even talk to life coaches. <laughs> I won't take that personally at all. <laughs> no, but I realize like there's a, there's kind of an, there's a little bit of an internet trend that I think some people have been burned by where, you know, you're, you wake up, you know, fresh out of high school or maybe in college and you think you're a life coach. Um, and that kind of rubs me the wrong way. You actually have life, uh, you know, you have life experience, you're a mom, you've done a lot professionally, per personally, you're like, you're a little bit farther down the road. And that's what first, you know, when we first started chatting, I was super connected with you because I knew you knew what you're talking about. And there's, it doesn't matter if you've, at your stage, I know that some of the entrepreneurial stuff is a little bit new, but really what you're doing isn't new at all. Um, it's what you've done your whole life because you and I have had hours of conversations. Um, but that's a huge difference. And I think that that's one of the, just to be upfront, like that's one of the only reasons that I would even consider bringing you up on my stage is because you actually are authentically you. You have real value to add. You can help people um, energetically from a coaching standpoint, from a life standpoint. You have a lot of depth and, and that makes you, not only a legitimate coach, but a really, really good coach. Thank you. <clears throat> it's really, I mean, I didn't, this hasn't been a linear path. You know, I didn't go from where I was 20 years ago to where I am now. I mean, there's been a lot of introspection, you know, self-discovery, self-awareness. I mean, I've spent years doing my, you know, quote unquote work, you know, and mm -hmm. it's about how do we use those life experiences? You know, we all have things happen to us and do we you know, become the victim and ask, why did this happen to me? Or do we ask ourselves, what can I learn from this and how can I use this and turn this into a gift and how can I shine my light into the world so that I can encourage other people as well. Yeah, definitely. And I know you have 
a lot to share on that front. And we have a lot of fun things coming out that people are going to see over the next month or two. But if you could just choose something that you feel right now is the right one to share, could you share one of those stories where in most cases, or maybe in the beginning, you felt like it was just going to be a shit show and a horrible experience, but you were able to step back, kind of be more in the moment and figure out, oh, I can I can craft this in a way that's positive, or this doesn't have to be what everybody else tells it me it has to be. Can you share one of your experiences there? Sure, absolutely. As you know, I'm all about just putting it out there. I'm pretty much an open book, and I'll just share my most recent experience, um, which was going through the process of the divorce. When people hear the, the word divorce, you hear, you know, condolences, I'm sorry, what can I do for you, you know, and, and the reality is divorce doesn't need to look like what it used to be, you know, what society conditions us to think divorce is, you know, a failure, contentiousness, acrimoniousness. I mean, sometimes the circumstances do dictate that, you know, there, there's tension. I mean, let's face it, you know, divorce, nobody's, nobody starts a marriage with the intention of but the reality is that we have the power, we have the mind, we can, through our mindset, we have the power to control this and to, to navigate this um, any way we want to. So we can make a, you know, we're basically making a choice. You know, do we want to subscribe to societal norms that divorce has to be contentiousness and be filled with separatism and, um, and fighting? Or do we want to consciously set the mindset that, you know, I can create this to look any way we want it to. So. Um, my husband, who we were married for 20 years, and I recently got divorced. And we, from the get-go, decided that we were going to navigate this with with grace and integrity and positivity, and um, and and really just focus on stepping into the new. You know, we had to come to the truth that you know we weren't the ideal partners for one another, and rather than be tethered and weighed down by a decision that we had made. A, a long time ago in the past, we recognized that we've both changed significantly. We both have grown, we've grown as individuals, and unfortunately in our case, we've grown apart. So we decided to recognize that, accept that truth, and make a decision based on what we want for our futures, which are you know, pretty long, I mean decades. I'm only in my early 40s, so I mean, I've got decades to go. So why should anyone hold themselves back um, because of a decision they made when, you know, when they had a different belief system? So, you know, we do have kids, obviously. Um, they were, you know, it's a complex situation when, we, when there are kids involved, there were moves. I mean, financials needed to be split. I mean, I don't mean to minimize divorce. It's obviously a complex undertaking. But again, through a mindset, um, you can navigate this, you know, holistically. Um, we both took a kind of a holistic approach and attacked a number of different angles. And, you know, the analogy that I like to use is, you know, the airplane, the flight attendant, and, you know, for you're going if you're on an airplane and you're going through turbulence and the pilot comes on or the flight attendant they come on and say oh my gosh hold on we're going through some turbulence if they're frantic if they're stressed the whole cabin is going to react accordingly on the contrary if they come on and say hey we're going through some turbulence nothing we haven't seen before before just stay in your seat stay calm before too long we'll be on the sunnier skies the cabin reacts to that as well and so our goal through this process was a calm cabin um, and again, not to minimize that, you know, there have been obviously emotional considerations along the way, but the whole um, idea um, with navigating divorce or any situation that someone is navigating where things turn out to be different than expected, which is almost always, you know, con that's, that's ubiquitous, that's constant throughout life, is focusing on stepping into the new rather than focusing on, rather than you know, taking, take your sights off of what you're stepping out of 
and redirect them and refocus on what you're stepping into. What does my new reality look like? What am I stepping into? What opportunities does this bring me? Um, you know, you really have the whole, you have you know, a blank canvas at that point, and it's an opportunity for a new beginning. And I think, and again, it's, it's a mindset that you have to consciously adopt and work at every single day. Um, were there times in this process that were challenging? Yes. You know, last year when I sat in a sea of Christmas ornaments that we had accumulated over 20 years and had the task of splitting them up, you know, was that emotionally easy? No. But again, that's just, it's part of the process and it's part of the process and we have to sit with our emotions and go deeper and internalize those. And um, it just helps us to embody the experience and, and metabolize it and process it and come forward in a way that is more authentic better represents who we are going forward yeah no well thank you so much for sharing that because i think you're exactly right i think being willing to see that we can create it we can take the situation and make it anything we want if we approach it the right way with the mindset is huge and and that's another thing that's really key is like um you're open to it and so you're highly creative then comparatively um and, and you're extremely creative in how you solve problems in a in a really positive way and it obviously like the more closed minded we are, oh, there's only one way to do this or it has to be bad or it has to be this good or bad or whatever it is that restricts creativity and flow and energy. And the more we do that, the more that, you know, everything just doesn't work. Um, <clears throat> and the one thing that's really interesting, you know, because you've gone through not only that situation, but other things that, you know, that we'll have you on to share about in the future, you know, you've gone through a lot of hard things and you've, every time you've shared that story, you've been like, well, I realized at this point early on or later or whatever it was, you know, in the stage, you realized that you could change it if you just made the choice. And so your continual mindset around being open to change and doing it a different way or being creative um, is tied in with and probably has led to or is related to how energetically connected you are. Um, so I thought maybe we could talk about that for just a minute. Um, You've told me some pretty interesting stories about the, your ability to read energy, the things that happen. Like it's crazy, and I and and we've sat down obviously face to face and doing the stuff that we're working on, and and you definitely have that. So, um, what is to give us a little illumination there of like what it's like to live in an energetic state because you do. Right, um, and and that too. That's been a journey. You know, this is something that I think I recognized decades ago, but. It was a little. It was a little scary. It was like we're so conditioned to live in our our three D reality, you know, where we are dependent on sight and touch and you know all the the, the five emotions. But the reality is, is that we're we're all spiritual beings, and there's this whole other five D reality out there, and we all can access it. You know, we all have the same potential. We all have the same gifts. Like some of us are called here to be light workers, to enlighten other people, to kind of to help to wake up and elevate the collective consciousness. But the reality is, is that we all have that inner knowing, that intuition. And the key really is to be open-minded enough to be interested and be um, invested in tapping into it. So over the years, I've learned how to meditate. I've learned how to sit quietly with my thoughts. I've learned how to pay attention to signs. I mean, the universe communicates with us every single day, whether we realize it or not. And that, again, that's not just targeted towards a select few. Pay attention to songs, pay attention to lyrics, pay attention to license plates, pay attention to numbers. You know, it's just all about becoming more aware. It's about heightening your awareness. 
Um, so, you know, I've, you know, I have had longstanding dreams, premonitions, and, and at first it was a little scary to dabble in that realm, but now it's just, it's, it's just completely empowered me. You know, it's made me realize that we all have, you know, we all can draw directly from this, you know, this source energy. It's available to all of us and it's just, you know, it's, it's free and it's unlimited. So why would we not invest in something like that? And the more you do it, it's like anything else. It's practice, right? The more you do it, the better you get at it. And, um, and, and it's, it's like I rely on it now. It's just, it has allowed me to become the observer in my reality. I used to spend so many years trying to control, you know, I'm a Virgo, all freak, you know, very detail oriented. I'm just gonna plan out my life and just kind of watch it go as planned. Ha, right? You know, the universe heard that, you know, got news for you, sweetheart. You know, this is, your life isn't gonna go like this. So it's just about learning to sit back, you know, learning to sit back, set your intentions. I've done a lot in the way of manifesting, Visual, visualizing is incredibly powerful. You know, people don't realize how incredibly powerful our thoughts are. I mean, our thoughts literally become things in due time, you know, according to not our plan, but the plan of the universe. You know, it's everything is already, it's meticulously unfolding in a, divine, a divinely orchestrated manner. So we need to be careful what we think. You know, we need to choose our thoughts very, very carefully um, because they can be used to our disadvantage or our advantage. And once we embody the belief or the, the knowing, the deep knowingness or the fact that thoughts have frequency, we can learn to create our reality to be any way we want it to be. And it really is quite fascinating. It's quite fascinating to start with a thought and put the intention out there in the universe and then just like release control. I mean, it's allowed me to move over to the passenger seat. Again, like I said, for years, I tried to drive. I tried to control, drive. And life is just so much more beautiful and sweet if we just shift over to the passenger seat. Then we get to enjoy the, the views along the way, right? Then we become the observer and just take in the scenery and look at the mountains and you know look at the ocean. But when we're trying to control, we don't enjoy the journey when we're driving. You know, we don't. We don't get to take in all the sights. And that's really, that's what life is. It's just a journey. So I've learned to just take all the experiences as they come positive and embody them and ask myself, you know, why did this happen to me? Every single interaction that we have with humans, every relationship is really meant to magnify and intensify human emotions. And it's meant to, if we use it in the right way, help us heighten our own state of awareness so that we can become into, come into better alignment with who we are and the more authentic we all are, the more real we are with, with ourselves, the more honest we are with ourselves and each other, um, the more everybody benefits, right? I mean, if, you know, if we're happy, it's all tied into happiness. You know, all these concepts that I talk about, that we've talked about over the months, are all tied in together, right? Happiness, growth, alignment. It's the, the happier we are. And it's, it's a feeling. It's really, I've learned to kind of anchor on that feeling. And that's something that, again, you have to be in tune to. You have to be sit down and know what it feels like to feel amazing. And, you know, I work at that every day, too. You know, I mean, it's a holistic approach through health and wellness, through spirituality. But it's a feeling. And at this point, I pretty much refuse to feel any other way. You know, I can feel when I start to get out of that alignment. And I know what I need to do to kind of recalibrate myself. Yeah. Um. It's yeah, it's you're totally right, and it's like the more you let go of control, 
and then the more you realize you can manifest things through what you focus on and what you think on it's it's crazy um because yeah the more we try to control the more we constrict it's just like just like we were saying mindset wise with like you're very creative in how you approach things and it's opened up the whole world for you where you know it's the same thing on the energy standpoint um so i just i have a couple more questions about that for anybody watching that you that is struggling with like embracing that open mindset and just stepping back and letting go to let the universe kind of do your things. What would be your advice to them if they've, they've thought, Oh, that sounds like I should do that, but I'm not like, I can't figure it out or I try and I just get stuck. Like what, what, what's kind of the steps that you would take, you know, to start that journey? Well, that's a, you know, that's a pretty common initial reaction because, you know, we're dabbling in kind of a more of an esoteric or metaphysical, I think with, without the proper guidance, people don't, don't quite know how to tap in or how to embrace it or how to continue along that path. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I learn a lot of what I know through just reading, you know, just reading on the internet. I would just Google various topics and um, I've been reading quite a bit over the last few years. Um, you know, I'll, a lot, I would also um, suggest getting in touch with people or other um, like meetups or, you know, groups of people who share the same belief system or at least have a belief system similar to what your what belief system you're targeting. Because I have a background. I mean, I grew up in a Catholic household. We went to church every Sunday. So I grew up with that, like Catholic indoctrination. And it was only through my life experiences. I mean, quite frankly, my whole spiritual journey really started in kind of in turbo mode back in 2005 when I lost a baby in the third trimester. I mean, that totally knocked me you know, threw me for a loop, you know, it caused me to question everything that I've ever known. I was up till three o'clock in the morning, just contemplating life, death, you know, just all these concepts that I had never really thought about before, because I was, I would consider myself to be unconscious. I don't mean to make that sound judgmental to me or anybody else. Um, It's just, I was kind of going through the motions, just going through that like checklist that, that society tells us we need to do to be happy, you know, go to school, get a job, get a house, get married, have a baby, that whole thing. And all of a sudden, I mean, something like that rocks your world. And so, you know, that was, my heart was reeling for a long time, you know, a very long time. So that was the beginning of my spiritual journey. Through that journey, I was connected with other people who had been through that experience or who had spiritual backgrounds. And I just embraced it. You know, I just, you know, I just surrounded myself with like-minded people. So I think that's the most powerful thing you can do is to seek out groups of like-minded people, people who have that common belief system. And we share ideas. I mean, I still get together with my friends. In fact, one of my friends and I just did coffee the other day. And, you know, some people get together and talk about, you know, vacations, like the lighthearted stuff. I don't really snorkel. Like, I like to, like, metaphorically speaking, like scuba dive. Like, I want to go, like, 80 feet deep with one person rather than, like, one feet, you know, one foot deep with 80. So we got together, and our topic of coffee was, manifestation and we literally came with our notebooks and wrote down certain things that we wanted to manifest in certain areas of our life and talked about how we were going to do that and talked about the mindset and we talked about you know i am the whole key with manifestation is is actually already living what you want to be so rather than hoping that you'll accomplish that or achieve that someday and then being grateful for it acting like you already have it so we, our phraseology, our, our wording is, I'm grateful to have blank. 
I'm grateful to have experienced blank. Like, say it like it's done. Say it like it's history, like you've got it in the bag, like you've already experienced it. And it'll happen. It's just a matter of time before it comes into your experience. The whole key yeah. is to release control, like you said. When we try to control, we just create resistance. And resistance actually creates more and more distance away, you know, between us and that which we desire. Mm-hmm. So my idea is to put the intention out there and give the universe time to work its magic. You know, we're all so impatient. We're in this culture of instant gratification, you know, fast food and texting, and we want answers now, and we want what we want now. And the whole idea is to turn it over and to be patient and to let what is meant for us come to us, you know, in the in divine time. Yeah. No, you're totally right. And I think for, I think it's, normal and in a lot of senses even healthy to be cynical or critical of things that you've never been exposed to or heard of before and i want to give everybody watching and listening um uh, some perspective on this because for all of you that believe in goal setting which our training monday in uh in my mastermind was about goal setting um for all of you that believe in goal setting it's basically or can be super super similar to manifestation because what happens if we say oh my goal is to be here at this point or to reach this goal this year or this month or whatever, we then not only obviously actively take action on a lot of our goals, but subconsciously it's now sitting there that, oh, by you know this point, I'm supposed to be at this point. And like you just kind of, in some senses, you accept it right there. So just like the mentality of goal setting can be super effective, <clears throat> I believe the manifestation, which is something brand new for me, um, I started dabbling with it, honestly, like right when Pam and I connected and I was like, holy shit, I just manifested $2,500. And I told her, <laughs> um, and I was like, oh my God, it actually works. Um, you just need to be open to it, number one. I think there's a theme here that we're seeing today, which is like, you got to be open to the fact that things can, you know, take shape if you're just willing to be open to another path. Like what, what we believe is true or the only path is not necessarily the only path, right? Um, so I would encourage everybody to number one, be open to that. And then number two, definitely connect with Pam if you're interested in learning, you know, more about any of this mindset stuff. Cause I, like I said, honestly, she's one of the most well-rounded people when it comes to coaching and life experience and somebody who just truly does want to go deep and help, help people move forward on multiple different things. I mean, you're just a really talented individual that I'm very thankful that, you know, the universe brought us together and, and John who, Cheers to John, of course. And, uh, you know, it's just been a, it's been a really good experience. Um, so we'll do two things here to kind of wrap up our time. One, um, it's not launched yet, but it's getting very close. So I'm going to go ahead and let people know what the domain is. Um, when you do want to work with Pam, by the time this is live on iTunes, we'll probably be pretty close. You can go to live authentically dot today, and that will take you to the site. Um, or if, if, if you're with the traditional dot coms, liveauthenticallytoday.com will also take you there because we don't want people to get confused or miss that. And then the second thing, um, this is I know this is really exciting stuff and can go really deep, which I would encourage everybody to do. But just a little bit on the lighter side, tell the story about when you, uh, that story about your friend at the bar with his friend and how you energetically knew it was going on. I think that's just a cool example of what happens when you really open up your mind to all this stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that was actually, that was with John, actually, the guy who connected us. Yeah. <laughs> we were just texting, and uh, he said, oh, I'm at, you know, whatever the name is, Barna. I'm at Westwood now. And I just texted back. I said, oh, tell Kevin I said hi. He's like, 
how do you know I'm with Kevin? Wait, what's going on? How do you know I'm with Kevin? <laughs> and it's just, I can just pick stuff up like that. You know, it's just, it just, I don't even try. It just literally comes to me through my spirit. And like I said, you know, this, anyone can do this. I just want to stress that. I was open-minded enough. We can just pick up just about anything. Um, and it just really does open up a whole new world of possibilities. Yeah, and you've never met Kevin. You didn't know they were friends. You don't even know who that person is. It just came out of you, right? No, I've never. He mentioned his name like once or twice, but no, I've yeah. And it freaks people out. That's what I said. You have to kind of, it's a wild ride. It's not for the faint of heart. You know, yeah. fasten your seatbelt. You know, might need like a five-point harness in the beginning because it's a wild ride. But it's also the most amazing journey. I always say like the journey from your head to your heart is the most amazing journey you'll ever take. So it's all about tapping into that inner knowing, that knowingness that we all have, that intuition. You know, some of the best decisions I've made have been the heart-centered decisions. You know, what feels right. I have tried to, you know, I've tried to apply logic and analysis and, you know, whenever I get in my head, I just, I overthink things. You know, I overthink things and I usually end up making the wrong decision, I have to say. So it's all about just getting in tune with what your gut tells you. I always say, like, my gut is telling me yes, my gut is telling me no. And I go with it. You know, I actually asked, I took a, a little survey of three of my close, um, super smart entrepreneurial guy friends on something, and I was 0 for 3 on getting the green light from them, and I went ahead and did it anyways, because it felt right to me. And so I'm like, let, let me show you how this is done. <laughs> you know? So it just energetically felt like it was in alignment with what I needed to do. Yeah. So, um, I did it, and uh, we'll just watch it play out over the next couple of years. That's awesome. Manifest. <laughs> we'll yep. see that illuminate just like that. <laughs> it's crazy how well that works when you just, like you said, are open to it and are willing to, to step into a new space. So very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Pam. And we will, we will definitely have you back soon. And uh, it looks like there's some questions in the comments there that you'll be able to grab afterward. But thanks again for sharing everything with us today. Okay. Thank you, Gabe. Bye. been listening to today's business leaders with Gabe Arnold. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. For more information, visit todaysbusinessleaders.com. Yeah.